This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. From the nation's capital, this is the Fly Fishing Consultant Podcast with your host, Rob Snowett. Thanks for downloading this podcast. This is Series 2, Episode 26 of the Fly Fishing Consultant Podcast. This is the pre-podcast. We're in Alexandria, Virginia, but... By the time you listen to all of this, it will be live from Orlando. I will be podcasting at the International Convention of Allied Sport Fishing Trades and the International Fly Tackle Dealer Show, collectively known as ICAST and IFTD. Like I said, this is going to be in Orlando, and I'm recording this now on the dodgy netbook, which I usually use for my podcast. It's got this nice microphone. However, it's going to be too hard to be walking around the show again, having to worry about the microphone microphone settings and the battery on the laptop so i have a sony handheld digital recorder so please excuse any background noises that you may hear the whole point of also having this handheld microphone is that i can record people anywhere from the airport restaurants in the show in the lobby all i have to do is press the record button and go if i'm in the pisser if i'm at a party if i'm in mcdonald's parking lot I can grab somebody, get a two-minute interview, and we'll see where it goes. I'm planning on getting follow-ups from last year, see how the 2014 merchandise was received, find out what's new for 2015, find out where y'all can get it from, and then I want to just catch up with other people, 
There's going to be some new vendors there this year. There's some friends. My friend Steven is starting his own fly fishing guiding company. So we're going to definitely get Potter on. And it should be a fun show. It's going to be two and a half days of walking for me. I've got my flip-flops. I'm going to have my backpack filled with some Gatorade. And I am looking forward to this. As you know, I don't usually get to leave town unless it's for the fly fishing show or a steelhead trip. So this, I guess, would be considered a working vacation. However, we are going to Charleston in a month. So let's give a round of applause now to producer Jason for throwing this all together. It's going to be a lot of cutting and pasting for him. I'm sure there's going to be some less than desirable audio. However, I'm just grateful that I'm going to be there meeting different people in the business and those who make all the great products that allow us to fly fish as often as we do. And if networking and maybe a job offer out in Colorado comes from this, even better. I'm not going to bring my fishing gear down. I just don't think I'm going to have time. Maybe I'll pack my Tinkara rod, but I just don't think I'm going to have time. My priority is to work down there. Uh, yeah, so let's let's go straight to Orlando. This is the next podcast in a series of interviews. Live from Orlando, this is the 2014 ICAST and IFTD. Well, greetings from Orlando. I'm looking out from the ninth floor at the Rosen Hotel. Looks like there's some activity going on down there by the pool deck. They need to be a little careful as I just saw a huge bolt of lightning. So the, the plan was today to leave at three. I had a pass for the bar at the airport so i was gonna drink for a couple hours and get on my flight at five what turns out my uh my pass was no good for the bar so i figure this is gonna be awful i'm gonna have to sit for you know three hours now at, at the airport so i read uh, the latest american angler magazine and then i was like all right let me go charge my phone and then i realized well my Phone charger is not working. It's a lemon. So there's a nice bird in some yoga pants who lent me hers. And while we were talking, uh, huge thunderstorms rolling through. Just nasty, nasty afternoon storm. And we are just chatting. And the plane, my plane's still like two hours away. But the plane next to me is boarding for Orlando. And I was like, huh, I wonder if I can get on. And the ladies are like, go for it. So I went and talked to the guy. And I was like, hey, I got a flight, you know, 555, any chance? And he goes, get on. You got to check your bag. So I was like, all right, fine. So I get on this flight. So I get here, you know, two, three hours earlier. And while I'm walking down, is it the gangplank, whatever you call it, I bump into Ellen, who's the CEO of Project Healing Waters. Very small world. So we did a little little chat, said hi, and discussed some uh, Healing Waters news and events and stuff. And then I got on the plane, found my seat. And, of course, I'm in the middle the guy sitting on the uh not aisle aisle yeah he's he's like six four and just massive i mean the guy was just so he totally encroached on my seat the whole time and then i had this little woman next to me so it was kind of odd but at least we had some some pretty good um leg room and then the flight attendants start walking down and, and lo and behold it's my cousin caprice and i've never seen her in her work clothes only just at family events and Thanksgivings, funerals, weddings, etc. So it was pretty cool to see her. Thought I might get a free rum and coke, but I just got a coke. Slept the whole way here, listened to some podcasts too. I tried Uber the first time I've ever used Uber. So I Uber a car. 
And it's pretty cool. The guy is just waiting at the cell phone waiting area for a car to pick up. And he, he zooms up. He's got this uh, little Toyota. Big dude. He pops a trunk. And I look in and there's like wooden stakes and hammers. And my first thought is this guy's a vampire slayer or something. Or maybe he's going to, I don't know, chain me up, pour some lime on me, feed me to the gators. Who knows? I've never done Uber before. So I get in. We start talking. It's his part-time job. He just moved here from Berkeley, where he went to undergrad in sociology. He is getting his master's degree here in sociology. He played professional basketball for a bunch of years in Mexico. A really cool story. It was really cool. I'm kind of glad that you know uh, he was somebody I could help out. I, you know, I gave him. Uh, the tip that I could and um, that he makes money doing this. So it's pretty cool. I guess Uber, you just sign up to be a driver and you just use your smartphone to get GPS. So I'm at the Rosen Hotel and it turns out there's two or three Rosens on the street in Orlando. So I go to the obvious looking one, which isn't it. I go to the dodgy one first and I bump into all the uh, headquarter guys from Cabela's and we start discussing lack of mid-Atlantic Stores, but they're opening one in Greenville, South Carolina, one in Boston, and a couple in New York. I was like, you guys got to help us out in D.C. We got nothing. And then I get up to the front desk, and he's like, you're not here. So I hump it down here. I bumped into the Mossy Creek guys, Brian, Colby, and Tom Sadler. And I'm at this awesome hotel. I've got this awesome room. My cell phone doesn't work, so I'm going to go and find a Walgreens and get in the correct order beer maybe a Twix bar a bag of Funyuns and then I'm going to come back here, charge my phone and go find a a greasy burger for dinner there's a lot of chain restaurants here so I don't know what I'm going to eat there's Greek, there's Italian, there's seafood I'd be happy with just a 7 layer burrito from Taco Bell that's it. So I'm going to go check out. I'm going to have this dat with me the entire time. And we are going to have a great adventure. So sit tight, sit back, and this is iCast IFTD 2014. Well, good morning from Orlando. Just got a belly full of McDonald's on my way to the show. Last night was uh, mostly uneventful. I'll tell you one thing. People here really crank up their air conditioning. The driver, the hotel. I went to Walgreens, picked up an iPhone charger. They charged me $25 for that, which was complete highway robbery. Highway robbery. So I decided not to buy beer since I spent $25 on the charger. I picked up a bottle of Gatorade for today. And I walked around a little bit, discovered a TGI Fridays. Just went in there, got myself the chicken fingers and fries for dinner. One of the grosser things I've ever seen at a restaurant, the um, faux-hawked, very overly happy uh, guy behind the bar spilled a beer on their beer refrigerator. So he took the soda gun, put his finger over the nozzle, and sprayed water all over the place. And then I proceeded to get a water from that later on. So let's see what disease I get today. Came back to the hotel. You can see some fireworks off in the distance. I don't know if that's like Epcot Center or Disney or whatever they do out here. Pretty humongous thunderstorm. Settled in and I watched uh, Alaska Bush People. If you haven't seen this show, you might want to DVR it. It's pretty interesting. People that live, it was like nine people. 
they were building a cabin to sleep in one bedroom, and they live out in the boonies. Kind of interesting show. That's uh, that's about my crazy evening. Got up this morning, slept in a little bit, walked down here to McDonald's. Now I'm off to the show. I got a cold Coca-Cola beverage with me, a little hydration, because I'll be walking all day. And I just met Kel Cheatham at Walgreens. His company does local rod reel and trolling motor repairs. He's been in business for 31 years. His daughter now runs the business. So you're meeting people everywhere you go, and let's hope to uh, start getting these people on here. So stay tuned. I got about a mile walk to go. Maybe we'll bump into somebody on the way. Uh, audio podcast? Yes, audio podcast. All right, so we're at the Buff booth, first booth of the day, and we are meeting with? Brad Wern, sales director for Buff USA. You got a pretty colorful booth here today, a lot of my favorite products on display. What's new for uh, 2015? We have a bunch of new things. We've uh, redone our glove line for one thing. Uh, included in the glove line, we have a new line of finger strippers, finger guards for fly fishermen in particular. Um, we have uh, redone our UVX mask and our UVX balaclava so that they're uh, more breathable and that it's easier for you to uh, uh, get better coverage and keep it up all day, get better breathability. Um, and then we have a bunch of cool new patterns, all kinds of fun, funky stuff that, uh, you know, just wild patterns, really fun things to look at. So with the breathability, I can have my buff over my nose and probably not fog up my glasses as much. That was the goal. That was the goal. So what we did is we um, put a windstopper fabric in the front of the face, and that allowed us to laser um, cut holes in it that gave much better breathability. And, uh, yeah, great improvement. Is there any limit to the patterns and colors you guys can put on these? No, absolutely no limit. You know, the only limits are good taste and what sells, basically. I think in the D.C. metro area, we would love a snakehead pattern, northern snakehead. Interesting. I have to check that out. They're pretty cool-looking fish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, look, we're always looking for new patterns. Um, we've debuted uh, over 60 new patterns this year. Uh, many of them are specific to fish, which is why we're here. But we also have a lot of patterns that don't have anything to do with fishing. That's uh, part of what we do. We sell to a lot of different people for a lot of different things. Fantastic. Where can we find you guys online? BuffUSA.com. All right. Fantastic. Thanks so much. Thank you. All right. So we got Hank here. How's the show going for you? Well, we just walked in the door. We got a meeting at 10 o'clock, and so we're just sitting here at Mustad looking at some of the new product. So uh, pretty impressed with Mustad, always have been, and that's as far as we've been so far. Fantastic. Super sharp, sharp hooks. I'm a fly fishing guy, so I tie a lot of my saltwater stuff on Mustads. Well, that's pretty cool. I am I love to fly fish. I'm no good at it, but I enjoy it. <laughs> well, we see you catch plenty of big fish conventionally on TV. So. <laughs> I've been playing with the fly rod a lot this year. I, I went bass fishing. Uh, uh, with fly rod here about three weeks ago and made a fool of myself, but I had a great time. As long as you're having a great time, that's all that matters. <laughs> that's what matters. I didn't match up. I thought I had uh, I had a 10-weight rod, and I thought I had some 10-weight fly line, and I had uh, I'd been tarpon fishing earlier, and uh, I had a real heavy fly line that didn't match up, so I was having a really hard time getting my, uh, my fly line to cooperate with my rod. It's like going out with a size 10 foot and wearing like a size 7 shoe. That's exactly where I was at. <laughs> All right. So you just be hanging out. You're gonna walk around a bit, get some miles on your shoes. Oh yeah, we're gonna see the whole show before we leave here, and we're gonna get two of everything. Fantastic. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for joining us. Hey man, my pleasure. I just met up with the Berkeley Line people. They have a new line that you can use for your trailers on your steelhead. 
flies, your uh, intruders, and it's like three, three and a half inches or ten inches, I don't know, of chartreuse and then black, chartreuse and black. So if you want one spool that has two different colors in it, definitely go ahead and pick that up. Now, I just noticed a traveling fly tying kit, so I'm going to go check these guys out. So now we're at Titan Rod Vault. I learned about these guys from Corey Ruth at the Virginia Fly Fishing Show. And we're with Jeff. You want to tell us about your product? Absolutely. Uh, obviously, uh, he just mentioned the Titan Rod Vault. This is all about convenience. This allows the uh, fly fishing enthusiast to go fishing without assembling or disassembling his rod and reel. You put it in the uh, aircraft aluminum uh, rack. You put it in there. You pull it out. You go fishing. You don't like what you're catching there. You go down the road uh, four miles. You put it back in the rack. Drive down there five minutes. Pull it back out. You're back on the water. It's totally secure. It locks in the housing. It locks on your vehicle. Um, it's all about convenience and safety and, and durability. So uh, we'd love to have you as a customer and, and uh, go to our website and find out more about us. Where would that website be located? It's uh, TitanRonVault.com. Any other social media sites you guys have? Uh, uh, not that I'm aware of. Okay. All right. And uh, any length rod can go in these? Uh, this fits up to 10-foot rod. Great question. Um, and it holds three. Uh, even for your dry, your your nymph, and, and your uh, and your streamer. So very versatile. Um, fits most vehicles. It fits your OEM rack. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. It'll fit uh, most Thule and Yakima racks. So, again, uh, a tremendous amount of versatility on the rack. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much. Yep. Thank you. Is it cheating to have extremely hot chicks in very low-cut outfits to get attention at your booth? That might have to be the question of the day. All right, we're at the T-Rain booth, and we have Wayne with us. You want to tell us about what we have featured today? Well, I'm a kayak fisherman, and this is a great product for kayakers and boaters that don't want to lose gear overboard. You know, when you're in the water and something slips out of your hand, like your pliers, your phone, uh, any of the other gear you have, boker grips, whatever, these particular items are designed for um, having a built-in retractor, basically, so that if you do drop something, it's on a 36-inch Kevlar retractor. Um, the interior stainless steel, they have a lifetime warranty, so if you do drop something, it's not going to go down into the deep. Saltwater corrosion resistant? Uh, as I said, I'm a kayak fisherman out of uh, Chesapeake, Virginia. I've had one of these on my PFD for about three years now. It has never failed. I keep my uh, camera on it. Um, I've also got one on the side of my kayak where I have my boga grip, which, you know, it's $125 boga grip. You, you know, that slips out of your hand somehow, you're done. So if I do drop it, it's on, a, like I said, a 36-inch Kevlar retractable uh, piece. We've also got some pieces over here. Yeah, this like is the, relatively yeah. new. This is from uh, Yak Attack. has incorporated the terrain retractors so that you can either mount it directly onto your kayak, which you can't see this because we're doing a podcast, um, but then they've got the ram mount also that goes on the gear track. So you put your phone on there, if it rings, you pick it up and answer it, and it goes right back. It's never going to go off your boat. As you know, if you're a kayak fisherman or even boaters, something, you know, when you drop something, a lot of times it's going over. So these things can be worn on your vest. They've got three different types. They've got three sizes, small, medium, large. 
They've got extra large with a locking uh, mechanism, um, various uh, retractor lengths from 36 to 48 inches. Um, they have three different kinds of fasteners. They've got carabiners, belt clips, and Velcro. Um, I personally prefer the Velcro. Another part they have out is a built-in um, pliers, a, a plier sheath with some very nice pliers um, and also a, a, a smaller version of the pliers, but uh, aluminum, replaceable, cutting heads, um, and again, the retractor is built in, so you, you know, use your pliers to either cut your line or to get the you know, hook out of the fish's mouth, and then when you put it back, either in the sheath or wherever you want to keep it, it's not going anywhere. It's like a no-brainer. You're a fly fisherman, take a look right behind you, you know, on the back of your fly fishing is, is, is a retra the larger retractor can actually hold a landing net. And with a 48-inch thing, you can, when you've got the fish on, you can go around, grab them, and just let it go right back in there and keeps it there. So that's pretty much the line. Um, again, keeping your gear on your boat or on your kayak is, is the essential part of this. Where can we find you online? Um, that would be at uh, terrain.com. Um, and uh, That's spelled T-R-E-I-G-N. That's correct. That's correct. Um, I'll take a card. I'll give you one of the cards. That's Mike. And... Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's it's just great stuff. Different, lots of different accessories with it, different ends, different connecting points. So it's really geared for any type of gear, um, from fishing to outdoors. There's walking sticks. There's also a case. We have these lines of pro cases. There are cases of various sizes that have the retractor built in, so you can put your you know, GPS unit, phone, um, whatever you've got in there that you don't want to lose in the woods. <laughs> so Anything for a handheld podcast recorder? I believe the small one right here would fit. <laughs> <laughs> and you'll never lose it. <laughs> Fantastic. All right. Well, thank you so much. Okay. Thank you. Appreciate you coming by. All right. We've got next up Roy Smith. Let's talk about your products. Yeah, we're here uh, selling Snikwa, and Snikwa is the world's best fishing shirt. And the reason I say it's the world's best is we have a patented uh, convertible neck that's built in the shirt, and so it converts um, really easily. It just It's a loose around your neck if you don't want it up, but you can pull it up. So instead of uh, having to have a shirt and a buff, our neck comes up and uh, goes into ninja style where it covers everything but your eyes. And the second reason it's the best shirt in the world, it's made of dry-release fabric, which is um, a very soft cotton-like feel material uh, as opposed to most other uh, performance shirts on the market 100% polyester which as you know is plastic so ours has a really soft feel super comfortable $59 retail at snikwa.com s-n-i-k-w-a-h.com and you've got all sorts of colors and patterns as well yeah we're introducing a brand new camo uh, fish camo pattern here we have a pink one uh, uh, for the lady fishermen and uh, it's really po becoming popular it has a ponytail slot in the back so they can stick their ponytail through it uh, and that stops from having a big wad of wet hair in the back of your of your uh, of your shirt so also has thumb holes or UPF 50 uh, sun protection has thumb holes for um, uh, to get it down your hands a little bit to protect the top of your hands and um, uh, yeah they're selling selling really well it's a well-thought-out product. You, you obviously are anglers with this much built into the shirt. Yeah, absolutely. We've been fishing our whole lives. So we're the company's based out of Naples. So we fish and you know we fish all the way from the Keys, the Bahamas, all over. So that's the invention of the shirt came from that that idea. So. 
And you got this pretty old looking dune buggy thing here? Yeah, we got a rat a rat rod here they call it. It's a 1927 Spencer and it's just it's a car but it's a piece of art. I mean, there's sculptures welded on it and rusted and shotgun holes in it and it's just, you know, it's a it's a way to stand out to show because everybody here has shiny flats boats and nets and, pole, and fishing rods and so we're just being a little bit different. Snicko is a brand uh, to be independent. So, you know, we're all individuals and we do different weird things like jump off stuff and go underwater and grab critters and and so uh, it just represents the brand. Is Snikwa uh, acronym? Where's the name derived? Actually, Snikwa is Hawkins spelled backwards. And the original inventor of the product, who, who got the patent, her name is Michelle Hawkins. So she was looking for a name that really stood out that she could trademark. So that's that's where Snikwa came from. Fantastic. Well, thanks for joining us. No problem. Glad glad to do it. We're at uh, Douglas right now in Lynx Precision Technology. We're going, we're going to do a little podcast. Is that all right? Um, the presentation probably takes about five or ten minutes, yeah. and it's got some visuals in it. We'll cancel that then. We got Babe Winkleman here. How's the show going for you? Going fine. Just talking to folks who we know. And for those that are not familiar with you, who would that be? But you've got a TV show? We've had uh, been on the air for 35 years. Yes, we have two of them. We have the largest show in fishing, the largest show in hunting in the world. How have things changed in the industry in 30 years? That's a good answer. I'll take that. When I first started filming, video hadn't been invented. We were shooting 16-millimeter film with sound boxes. Um, Cable hadn't started. It was all local stations. Everything has changed. I mean, everything has changed. How we communicate, um, how we fish, uh, the equipment has advanced so much, it's amazing. It just truly is. I mean, a guy can go out today, if he takes the time to learn how to use sonar properly, he can go out and learn a lake so quick, it's amazing. So lots of changes. Well, thank you so much. I know you got to go. All righty, man. Cheers. Good fishing. We're at the Copic or Copic? Copic. Copic paint system. We're going to start that over. All right. All right, so Copic is correct. So we're here with the the mind of Pat Cohen. We've got a lot of synthetic ultra suede. We've got foam bodies. And Pat is coloring them with this marker system. So how does this marker system work? Okay, the Copic markers are, it's an alcohol-based pigment. The pigment is suspended in a base of alcohol. Um, You can use them as a regular marker and just draw or do whatever. You can make dots, you can stipple, you can do anything like that. Or the really neat thing is the airbrush. And uh, the airbrush system is based off of either air cans or a compressor. Uh, Compressors make the most sense if you're going to do a lot of them because you can control it more and uh, you don't really run out of air. It's an initial investment, but... It's not that big of a deal. The markers themselves, uh, you buy the marker once. The nibs are interchangeable. You can buy new nibs if you wear them out. And uh, there's refillable cartridges also, which make the most sense. Um, You go through, you buy your marker. It's $8 for a marker. And then the refill cartridges, you can refill your markers up to 12 times with those rechargeable cartridges. And those are, uh, I think they're $9. Um, So you can see it makes sense once you buy your marker, you buy the refills, and then you you know you've got a dozen markers in one refill. Um, so you take these things out, you use them in the airbrush, and then they work just like a traditional airbrush would. The only difference is there's no cleanup. You take it out, you plug your next color in. There's no mess in between. 
Um, and then pretty much you could do anything with them. I mean, you've got to coat them afterwards with something. So we use them on a lot of foam bodies, on, uh, on balsa wood. You can use them on metal spoons. It's not just fly fishing oriented. Um, you can use them on wooden plugs. You just have to use some kind of an acrylic um, glossed medium over top of them or an epoxy afterwards. You wear them out, you just take the rest of it off, and then you repaint them and you're back to business again. Limitless possibilities? Absolutely. I mean, I'm using them on ultra suede. Uh, I'm using them on the foam. I carve foam, and then I paint them. The gradients and anything. I mean, you could do anything with with these that you could do with a traditional airbrush. And then they are alcohol-based, so if I do an airbrush and I do a gradient, I can go back in with a colorless blender, which is basically alcohol, and I can lighten up areas um, and then go back in and I can do other colors, lighter spots on top of those dark areas. It's limitless possibilities. Your creativity is the only thing that limits you with these. Have you been neglecting your deer hair that you got into this stuff now? I'm, the stuff you're posting on social media is just nuts. Um, I don't know if I've necessarily been ignoring the deer hair. I still do plenty of that. But the possibilities with synthetics in general and then synthetics blended with these markers is unbelievable. So I've definitely been putting a little bit more time into these lately just because there's so much that you can do. I mean, the, the possibilities go on and on and on and on. And you have stencils that you put over? Yeah, yeah. You can get... Um, you can get crazy different patterns. You can use, well, one of the best places to look for um, for fishy-oriented fly stuff is the craft store. You know, I go to Michael's and I or Joanne's and I find stuff like this. This is wedding veil material. And it's perfect to spray over top of because you can get a perfect scale pattern. Um, you know, and Hairline has a series of patterns that they make that I use. The possibilities just go on and on and on and on. It's, it's incredible. Are the kids sucking on these markers or licking them to get the alcohol? <laughs> Not so far, but I suppose you probably could, although they'd probably make you go blind after a while. Some kid starts walking around with, like, blue all over their mouth, and you know. Yeah, you know what's going on then. If they're uh, if they're inhaling or, or sucking on markers, we got issues. The crowd in here, though, with the alcohol, you got to be careful. Yo, people yeah. in here are going to drink it. They are going to drink it, especially people like Rob Snow White. <laughs> Ran out of beer money. He's licking markers now for a high. <laughs> So when you're coming up with the uh, ultra suede, um, yeah. you're doing tails and frogs. The, the Helgramite's just disgustingly accurate looking. How long did it take to come up with some of these? I worked on those patterns for about a year before I was satisfied with the shape, with the movement. Um, the new twister tails, well, the not twister tails. We won't call them twister tails. They're actually... Uh, uh, attractor tails. The new attractor tails took me a year and 22 different design shapes before I was happy with the final product. It's all about motion and getting it right. I won't put a product out there that's not fully tested and, uh, and correct. I mean, if I don't fish with it, I don't sell it, I don't make it, I don't produce it. And how's the carp fishing going for you right now? Oh, carp fishing is sick. I love carp. There's nothing like carp. If you don't fish for carp, you're a wimp, and you're missing out on the opportunity of the fishing world. If you're in freshwater and you're not trying carp, you're out of your mind. It's uh, There's no fish like it. It's the, the hardest fishing you will ever do. If you think you can cast and you think you can fish, you think you can present a fly, go carp fishing. They will school you. How's the show going for you so far? So far, so good. I'm having a blast teaching people about this stuff. It's great. Right. Where can we find all your social media stuff, your website? Oh, 
well, you start with my website, which is www.rusuperfly.com. And then from there, I'm on Instagram and Facebook. Fantastic. And we can get these products. Hairline's carrying them? Yep. Hairline carries all the markers. Um, Cascade Crest and Wopsy sells them as well. But uh, I'm a hairline guy, so I would go through hairline. Good old Marcus. That's right. Marcos is the bomb. He's got it all. Ayo, thanks so much. Yeah, you got it, man. Thank you. Okay, I am at the Lit Coolers, and I'm walking by this white cooler, and the young lady opens it up, and LED lights come on, like it's a party inside. So let's uh, let's have Luke tell us about these coolers. We're really proud of them. We've uh, kind of added a little a, a little tweak to that your your general high end cooler. Uh, the, the difference with ours, we are patent pending on an LED liner, and we have a logo plate in the top. So the liner, when you open the lid, it's got a little magnet that releases it. Uh, lights come on. So right now, when you get a recharge, we're at about 20 hours of runtime if you just open it up and leave it. So if you're just out for your general you know, weekend trip or something like that, and you're using it like normal, opening and shutting, it'll last, you know, it'll last a long time. Uh, and, you know, obviously... It's a little different, so your friends are going to keep it open, you know, a little more than normal to begin with. We also have a, a clear lens in the top where you can put logo plates. So we're going through the collegiate licensing now, so we can have college teams. You can put your favorite team logo and or light up whatever you want. You can have, you know, if you've got your own personal business, we can even get those personalized in there. So when you shut the lid for 10 seconds, the light stays on and it glows through that lens. So really getting a lot of pop on your marketing if you want them for your, you know, give them out to customers or, or just have them around the house for a lot of fun. And you can see where things are in the cooler so you don't have to open it up, waste time and right. they let the cold out. How long is ice going to last in one of these? These things, that they're kind of like your regular cooler. If you, you know, kind of keep the lid shut on them, they can last 7 to 10 days. Uh, you know, obviously less if you're letting more warm air in and out. Uh, so, it's kind of how you use them uh, and that's kind of the same way the lights are. So, you can get a, you can get a long, you can get a week out of them if you if you use them right, uh, you know, if you're in and out of them, you know, you you deal with the same issues <laughs> uh, as most coolers. And you've got a lock on there, so let's say we're out floating. I've got premium beer in here, and I don't want people in my boat getting to them. I can lock this and yep. keep my beer from them. Regular master lock uh, locks working both sides. You got two corners, and this is actually the same thing that allows you know the the grizzly proof uh, you know certification to have locks on both corners. We haven't we haven't sent them off to, to have the certification yet, but like I said, that's that's basically what guarantees your uh, your your safety, you know, for you yourself and animals. So you're saying someone's job out there is to have like a grizzly bear and put things in front of it and watch to see what it does. <laughs> yeah, they they uh, throw some meat in there and leave it out for a few hours and and see if he can get in. So he uh, he picks it up, slams it, jumps on it, and he's he's trying to get his food. That could be a reality show right there. <laughs> Yo, is it grizzly proof? These, these. Oh, that, that'd be the name of the show. Is it yeah. grizzly proof? And you just put things in front of the grizzly bear. Yeah, that would be great. Um, I can stand on this for a platform. Yep, they've a lot of you know we've got a lot of guys fishing off of them. They're little kayaks and stuff like that. But uh, I, I fell off the first time I tried to do it, so I, I I recommend maybe sitting on it or or, or just using it using it for the cooler. But you know, great for keeping you know fish in. We're, we're going to have some bigger models for your big big boating uh, excursions and and packing. And it's got nuts at the bottom, so don't have to worry about 
didn't That's slide right. it around. Yeah, we've got a little bit of extra clearance than most of the ones on the market, so it'll give you, you know, if you've got some other stuff in there, it's, it keeps it from rolling around, and also that clearance gives you gives you room for air to go through there. So if you've got it sitting on some hot steel or something like that, you're not getting that that uh that thermal conductivity. Where can we find you guys online, social media? We're at litcoolers.com. Fantastic. All right, well, thanks for joining us. Appreciate it. Well, it's a year later. We're back at the cables booth. I've been wearing nothing but my cables. I love them. Let's talk about some new funky colors and, and how things have changed in the past year. Well, I will say this, Rob. We just continue to grow and try to listen to our customers. We are going all adjustable now. You know, our original cables was just the regular one, the cable that stays off your neck, but it didn't adjust. Now I'm going all adjustable. And so fun, we've introduced these new adjustable cables, monos. We've got great colors. They're like neon yellow, green, orange, kind of an opaque, quite clear, and coming out with blue, red, and black. So they're, um, they never rust. They stay out of your way. It's just the best new thing out there. It really is. Um, we're looking at bringing out a permanent floating one uh, next year. So about this time next year, we'll have a few more new items. But right now, we've got a float. So if you're really into fishing, which all you guys are, we've got a float. Like a, It's really a split bobber, but it says cables on it. You take it on and off. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Just again, meeting every need you got out there. And I want to say that when you put these on in Vegas last year, I don't think I've had to adjust them actually on my sunglasses. I don't think they've moved at all. <laughs> well, our product really does last. We do have a patent on our product. We're not only the original. You'll see some lookalikes out there. Don't be misled. Cables, C-A-B-L-Z, is the original and the patented and the best. It outlasts the rest. I swear by them. All right. And where can we find you guys again online? Well, you can go to cables.com, C-A-B-L-Z.com, and you can buy them online. But most importantly, we've got a store locator. We love you going to your local stores and, and buying them right there. But if you, they, you don't have one close or they don't care what you want, you can order anything you want online. Fantastic. All right. We'll have a good show. How about that thunder right now? Oh, my gosh. It's crazy exciting. I'm glad I'm not outside in Orlando at Disney World. <laughs> I thought someone was dropping something back here, but no, that's that's the thunder. I know. They say I'm loud and crazy, but I didn't cause that much commotion. <laughs> All right. Well, enjoy the rest of your show. Thank you so much. Thanks for stopping by and loving our product. We're back at... Uh Recoil, let's talk about what's new and notable this year with you guys. Uh, what's new for the Recoil Guides is we introduced a couple new black tip tops, which is fantastic. So the black pearl Recoil Guides, we can actually have your entire set right now completely blacked out. It's fantastic. It really is. And uh, along with that, we've introduced a bunch of micro guides as well. We also have the micro tip top. Those are, I mean, fantastic. All the properties of the nickel titanium shape memory alloy for Recoil, same flexibility, all the corrosion resistance and everything everything with recoil. I mean, it really is just a, it brings everything home with all the recoil and, and fishing to the different fishing applications. Anything new with the rods? you got a lot more rod tubes out this year. 
we do a lot new different kind of uh, tube treatments, um, some different anodizing, some different processes that we've gone through. Um, the Delta rod cases have really been wonderful. They're triangular shaped rod case. Take them through the airport, you can band them together so it's just one carry-on. Uh, it, it's been really wonderful. It even goes up to lengths to accommodate some of the spay rods too. How much of your products are built into rods that we don't really know about? Are, there, are a lot of companies using you, or is it mostly guys building rods in their own like shops at home? We have several different uh, market segments. Uh, the first market segment being OEMs, like you're talking about. We do a lot of business where you would never know that we manufacture it. Um, we kind of pride ourselves on that with the confidentiality that we have between that and some of the larger um, uh, rod uh, companies. We do a lot with distributorships as well. Then going into the custom rod building market, also doing some private labeling for some rods and you know just doing some custom laser engraving for them. We, we are able to kind of do a lot of that and then also for the end consumer, the custom rod builder who contacts us directly. How's the new, the, well I guess your purchase of Wheatley is not new anymore, but how's it no. going for you? It, it's not new, but it's been a fantastic addition to our portfolio. Um, Wheatley, obviously kind of tying in everything, you know, basically can encompass pretty much everything from trout to tuna now. Um, with Wheatley, it's, you know, all the pad printing that we have, the laser engraving capabilities that we already had in-house, and just encompassing that onto such a wonderful brand like Richard Wheatley, and the, the, the connections we already have with all of our industry contacts, it's been a wonderful acquisition. Somebody posted on Facebook, their buddy made them a flask and part it folded out and it had like Wheatley clips into it. It was like a Wheatley fly box flask. You wouldn't believe how, there's actually an old thing they used to do uh, in the UK where it actually used to be laser and die cut to accept a little nipper. And you wouldn't believe how many people wanted that for Christmas gifts. There is some different things that we couldn't do um, for getting the, the, you know, the alcohol and shipping the alcohol. Um, but there have certainly, uh, I know a lot of people who have contacted us and that's what they did for Christmas presents. They'd kind of do that, and especially bachelor guests, and send that for their, but yeah, a lot of buddies will uh, do ones for the, you know their stag parties or something like that. Laser engrave it with all the guys' names, and then they'll put a nipper or whatever their, their favorite drink is in there. I never had my bachelor party. I still have a ring check, so that might be a good idea. It's been 11 years. i gotta, I got to get that ring check taken care of before it expires. Absolutely. <laughs> How's the show going for you? The light, you hear that thunder scaring you at all? Not at all. I tell you what, it's been hitting pretty much every day around, around this time. It's, it's been a wonderful show so far. Um, obviously, a lot of people here. It, it's, it certainly is a lot of bodies moving through the aisle, which is good. All right. You awesome. guys don't have the as much of a spongy carpet as I'd hoped. I know, I here. know. Trust me, try wearing dress shoes all day. <laughs> yeah, I might go barefoot later in the day. <laughs> all right, where can we find you guys online? Uh, www.rec.com. Right. Fantastic. Thanks for following up. All right, take care now. All right, we're at um, Yeti right now. Let's do follow-up. we got two new products. So we got the Rambler. What is your Rambler? So the Rambler is a vacuum-insulated tumbler. It's double-wall vacuum-insulated. So, you know, the philosophy that's always been behind Yeti of keeping ice longer is the same with this. So it's going to keep your drink cold, but it also keeps your drink hot. So if you put your coffee in in the morning, if you forget about it and put your lips to it, you're going to burn yourself again. I mean, it it's, does both extremely well. It's been a very popular product. We launched in April, and we can't keep the things off the shelves. It's doing really well. We're really excited about it, for sure. Another product that is coming out this fall is our Yeti Hopper, which is a new soft-sided computer, completely different category for us that we're really excited about. Um, the same Yeti core philosophy. It's got 
an inch of insulation on each side and then an inch and a half on the bottom of foam, that foam that we've patented. And then the zipper is the coolest technology about it. It's it's like a hazmat suit material zipper. So it's going to be leak-proof, airtight, um, extremely durable, and it's really nice. Um, it's under six pounds, empty. So, you know, the complaint about Yeti has always been you can't carry these things around very easily. With this, it's kind of our portability mobile um, response to all that. And we're really excited. It should have come out in October, and definitely going to hear a lot more of it leading up to that. Yeah, it's been on uh, I've seen an Angler website. I've seen it on uh, Angling Trade. It's on the Angling Trade email blast yesterday. So it's the big hot topic this year. Like I said, you guys do probably one of the better jobs marketing to fly anglers. I mean, it's, it's a status symbol. You've got to have your Yeti. Yeah, I mean, that's one of the core groups that our founders went after. I mean, they were both fly fishermen. That's who they were. That's The product was needed for that industry. And so that's always who we've been after and, and, and received really well. I think the hopper is going to do well in that industry as well. This is perfect for river trips. And um, everything that we do marketing-wise is probably going to be involved in that. So. You guys can have free beer at like 3 o'clock like last year? We're at 4 o'clock, stop by. Nice. And we're giving away Ramblers, too, so if you're here quick, we'll get you one. Awesome. Who makes your shirts, by the way? These shirts are Howler, Howler Brothers. Yeah, but we've got a new, we've got a line of apparel as well, Um, you know, our standard logo shirts and some other special edition that we roll out every once in a while. Fantastic. All right, for those who don't know, where can we find you online? You can find us online at yetikoolers.com. We're on all of our social media, so Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, if you're into that. Um, Cannot figure that thing out. Yeah, it's it's different, but we got to help the female demographic out there as well. So, all right. Well, I will see you at before four o'clock. I'll be in line. We'll be here. All right. okay. So now we're at the strike indicator. Uh, you've seen these guys. Uh, it's the yarn and tube. It was viral on the internet, uh, all over the fly shops now. So let's talk about strike indicator company. And we're going to do a demonstration here. Just go to YouTube and you'll see the same thing that Barry's going to talk about. So, Barry, what is your product? Okay, Rob. So, the New Zealand Strike Indicator Tool was invented to solve a lot of the problems that people traditionally have with strike indicators. And essentially, the way that you construct one and what the product does is... There's a, you want to go through the, <laughs> Yeah, just maybe i just tell you. So anyway, so uh, some of the advantages of the product is that it makes a very delicate presentation. It uses New Zealand wool. It's very light. And those are just, they're happy sheep that live and eat very good grass. I used to sell Merino socks. So they're very happy. So they're, they produce very high quality wool, yes, which is waterproof. Except our the wool that we have is totally different than the merino wool. Oops. And the reason is, though they're still happy sheep, the reason that is different is that the wool that we have is very bristly. And so that when you construct an indicator, instead of the wool flopping over, it stays, it keeps its shape. And it also holds the fly floating quite beautifully. So after constructing an indicator and trimming it up, you can 
make the indicators various sizes depending upon the conditions that you're fishing in. And so if it's uh, rough water, large indicators. If it's very delicate, uh, shallow water, fish are working midges, you can trim the indicator down to 16 or even 18 size dry fly. And you can then adjust it to exactly the depth, adjust your fly to exactly the depth in order to deliver that fly right into the strike zone. Now, I've met some fish in my time that are inquisitive, maybe not the smartest, and they'll come up and, and eat indicators. These, I imagine the white one probably looks like a, like a cotton seed for carp or something. The chartreuse one, I mean, that are fish coming up eating these two? Well, in New Zealand, when we first started this, we were fishing with and offering just the white wool because the guides in New Zealand want to have the most stealthy approach possible. And um, so white is the, you know, can be just like a little piece of foam on the top of the water, a cotton seed. And um, uh, that is, um, uh, the presentation is very delicate. And so fish will occasionally come up and mistake that for a fly. Uh, but we also have now other colors which make it easier for the fishermen to see the indicator. If the fish are particularly spooky, go white. That would be my advice. Uh, certain days when the water is glary, black is magic. And most, a lot of fishermen don't understand that black indicator material is perfect for those glary days. You might have seen that on the Potomac. I don't know. And then we have some other colors as well. And for those that don't know, these are dyed colors. The sheep don't actually come in that bright green. Because people in fly shops ask questions a lot. Yes. No, that's right. No, the, the, uh, the, the sheep do come in black and white, but that's it. The fluorescent, uh, the chartreuse, and the orange, uh, we do dye those. So someone would start off with the kit. It's got the, the tool. These little, the plastic tubes, is there a term yeah, for that? So the, the, the kit comes with everything you need to get started. It's got the plastic tubing, it's got the tool, it's got a sample of the chartreuse and the white wool. Uh, that will get you going for a while. If you like the system or love the system, a lot of guys come back and buy a, what we call lifetime supply of tubing. Um, that will last you a long, long time. And then, um, depending upon the kind of preference they have and the conditions they fish, then come back and buy a pack of wool depending upon what colors they like to use. I like it. I like it a lot. And like I said on Facebook, when this first came out, every angler I knew reposted the video. Yes. Well, we've just got a new video done uh, with some more trophy trout fishing in New Zealand. Uh, just came out two days ago. So uh, take a look at the new video. You like it. It's, it's designed to educate uh, and also entertain. And we're trying to get the word out. Still probably the best kept secret in the fly fishing uh, business. But for the serious angler who wants the best presentation, uh, wants total flexibility, uh, it's a great system. Where can we find you on social media and online? Uh, well, it's a really tough one, uh, tough URL to remember. If uh, you're trying to look at for a strike indicator, go ahead and try strikeindicator.com. That's our URL. Uh, we designed that for the guides. Uh, sometimes they have a bad memory. So strikeindicator.com works, works uh, gets you right to our site. Right. Barry, thanks for joining us. Hey, Rob. Thanks so much. Appreciate it. All right, we're back at the Cheeky Booth following up. We got some new materials out, and 
the hot new product is your pliers. Let's talk about those. Yeah, these are the che Cheeky 550 pliers. Uh, they come in three different colors. Uh, they're five and a half inches long, so they're a little bit smaller than what uh, most folks are used to. Um, but that's great because they're, they're really lightweight and versatile and less obtrusive uh, on the belt. Uh, they have replaceable jaws, replaceable cutters, and they are fully anodized. Um, great product. It's a good crossover product for folks that are out there fishing both salt and fresh water. Uh, I pretty much have them on me uh, every day. And they come with a little holder pouch? They do, yep. They have uh, this sheath and the uh, the lanyard cord attaching uh, attaching the pliers, so they're always safe. You're never going to lose them. That's, uh, you know, the pliers are only pretty much as good as the sheath, so uh, you don't, you don't want to misplace them. And they come in all the cheeky colors? Yep, they do. Um, they come in these three different colors that you see here. Uh, it's the same as uh, the Strike, the Mojo, and the Dozer. And speaking of the reels, what do you got new in the reel department? Yeah, so we have uh, we're we're coming out with a new line of reels uh, for the holidays, actually. So these are these reels that you see here are uh, our final stage prototypes. We're really excited about it, though. Um, it is. A lower price point than our current reels. It's about a $200 price point, which we're excited about. Hopefully get some new people into the sport. Um, the reels are have the same uh, sort of cheeky feel, lightweight, large arbor, but um, you know fewer fewer bells and whistles than our performance line. Um, they have a, uh, a disc drag seal, but uh, a disc drag still, but it's not fully sealed like our performance line. Uh, and we also do not have the backing channel on this reel, um, but they still hold plenty of line. And uh, obviously, uh, it's a performance reel, but but it, it, it comes in a little bit more of an affordable price point. It looks like this year you guys, you know, they spread things out so fly rotters are not segregated. You're mixed in with some other traditional stuff? There's a little bit of mixing right down this aisle. I think as you get more towards the back of the show here, uh, you'll see some more of the, uh, the IFTD. But it's great It's great to be here joining forces with ICAST and uh, great to see some of the conventional guys as well. All right. For those who may have forgotten, where can we find you guys on all the social media? Yeah, you can find us on Facebook.com backslash Cheeky Fly Fishing. We're also on Instagram and Twitter. And you can check us out on the web at CheekyFlyFishing.com. All right. Thanks so much. All righty. So I'm with Rick right now. We're at Angler's Sport Group, and we're looking at the, the JSON life cycles of insects, which are completely lifelike looking. But we've also got some accoutrements, I'd say, from hooks and uh, and real, so you want to talk about what you have here at ICAST today? Sure. Uh, basically, I'd like to talk about Jason here, and uh, this is the first time anybody has really put uh, realistic-looking flies, or bugs, if you will, uh, into high production in both Sri Lanka and in Kenya. And in doing so, he made the entire life cycle of the, of the popular bugs in both uh, North America and Europe. And uh, with that life cycle, you can go out to the stream and with two fly boxes, basically, you can represent all of the hatches that you would probably see out there. So it's very easy for someone, especially who doesn't know a lot about entomology, to go out to the stream and match the catch, is what his slogan is, uh, with just what, from what he sees uh, is working. And uh, if nothing's working, you know, it's probably a nymph. So you can start out with a nymph and then uh, move on from there. As a hatch develops during the day, I mean, you can match that, get, that uh, hatch as well. So he has, uh, in, in doing these, he has reinvented 
uh, basically everything that he would need to have uh, for the flies. Uh, the body has been uh, reinvented in terms of a specific type of uh, foam. And that foam uh, is meant to be, uh, you know, very flexible. So that, you know, with, with typical uh, real imitations of bugs, uh, when a fish gets it in its mouth, it, it really, you know, doesn't feel like a real bug. These are a lot softer and they feel like a real bug, so they're not offensive to the fish, if you will. But he, is, he reinvented the body and also the tying techniques. So he's had to go to Sri Lanka and Kenya and teach those people new flying fly tying techniques. Uh, he's reinvented the wings, which is a proprietary material that he had developed. And he's also patented the pattern on the wings to represent uh, what you see in a, a real bug. That venation is... I mean, it's, it looks like a real bug. Yeah. As, as we were talking to Chuck earlier, one of these was on the ground and a woman stomped on it to kill it. Yeah, that's really funny. <laughs> so uh, these uh, wings, he makes these wings by uh, using a fly burner, and he folds over the material, so there's two layers of material in there. And in between there, of course, you know, is trapped air, so they really float very well, in addition to the foam bodies. But when he burns around the wings, you can see that line that it creates around the edge of the wing. That's what you see in nature. Uh, you know, the, the natural bugs have little lines around the edge, too, so it's really unique. He's reinvented the feelers and the, you know, the, um, the feet and everything, and also the backs of the uh, stoneflies. Uh, just beautiful. Everybody stops by, you know, and they like the beauty of it, but they don't understand that this is really a fishing fly. Because they're tied on Dyneema thread, which is what they usually use in, um, like, sailboats. They, um, you know, you can have like a half-inch um, line in a sailboat, and if you make it out of Dyneema, it's about maybe, you know, a fourth of that size and even stronger. So it's a very, very strong thread, and that's why we stamp on them in the, in the booth here. And when uh, you saw the video here where he smashes it with a newspaper, actually at the shows, what Klaus does, and you probably saw this at Somerset, uh, he has a breadboard with a wooden hammer, and he actually pounds it with a wooden hammer. And he keeps on using the same fly over and over to do that. So, so. Fish is, it's not a, a one fish fly. It's not really a one fish fly at all. And the price is, you know, a little bit higher because of the complexity of the materials and the way he, you know, uses to tie them. And, um, you know, the durability really gets you by the slight increase in price that you might see. So, but we think they're reasonably priced, um, slightly above a normal fly collection, but very, very durable. And, um, you know, Klaus has uh, fished them for maybe 10, 11 different uh, fish before, you know, he sees any damage at all. Where can we buy these? Where can we purchase the materials to time ourselves? Actually, Angler Sport Group is the exclusive uh, distributor of the flies. And uh, Wapsie is uh, doing the materials. So, you know, both of those can be used. Uh, these will be online on a dealer website uh, about mid-August at anglersportgroup.com. And, uh, you know, you enter an order as a consumer and a dealer will fill that order for you. So they'll be available uh, in quantity. They are available in quantity now. Fantastic. All right, well, thanks for joining us. Well, thank you very much. Thank you for joining us for the Fly Fishing Consultant Podcast. For more information or to contact Rob, please go to www.robsnowwhite.com.